Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're a network of churches, houses of prayer, and prayer hubs in the nations of the earth, 18 nations, and praying. As I like to say, 18 nations and praying. God is good. Our headquarters are here in Fort Lauderdale. Our Awakening House of Prayer Global headquarters here in Fort Lauderdale. That means we have a church, deliverance rooms, healing rooms, prophecy rooms, corporate prayer, Monday nights, Friday nights, and a lot of special events to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. If you're in the region, if you live here, come on. You've been listening to me this long, and you've never stopped by to experience the encounters. Let this Sunday be the Sunday that you come by to Awakening House of Prayer in Davie, Florida. Amen. 1047 a.m. is our practical teaching life service. 130 Sunday is our empowerment service. Two different messages, two different worship teams, two different sounds, two different styles, two different encounters. Come on by, join the movement. If you're not in the region, visit us when you come through for vacation. We're in a vacation destination. Or watch our first service, our 1047 a.m. service online at ahop.online. You can watch that anytime during the week. You don't have to watch it on Sunday morning. Only tap into it. Tap into it. Become a web church member. Tap into all my archives, ahop.online. Become a web church member. Join my virtual life group. We just started a study on the life of David. Oh, it's a passion of my heart. The life of David, he's like a type of Christ. We pressed in first session last night. Get in on these things. It's going to bless you. Connect with me. Get more access to me. Get, get in the conversation with me about the Bible. Join my Bible study, ahop.online web church members. Amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Awakening Prayer Hubs. Join the movement. 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 Awakeningprayerhubs.com. We're a, a network of prayer hubs, many prayer houses in nations all over the world. Coming up on 250 prayer hubs. Are you a prayer warrior? Then I want to raise you up as a prayer leader. Help you build out a hub in your city that helps bring in transformation, revival. 
God bless you, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join that movement. Ignite is a network of prophetic people, a family, really a tribe, a nest, a hub for prophetic people who want a safe environment to learn and grow. This is not just about having a place to share your word, to get your word out. This is a place to learn and grow. That's the difference. So many of these Facebook groups, people are sharing all kinds of stuff. You can get polluted really quickly. In the Ignite Network with the company of the Sears and the rest, there's a safe environment. I'm vetting everything. I'm judging everything. I'm teaching. I'm giving feedback. I'm answering questions. IgniteNow.org. Join that movement if you are so led. Listen, today's devotion is titled, well, it's from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, listen, Make Another Push. Make Another Push. It's titled, Make Another Push. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Rise up and birth now that which you failed to birth in the last season because of the weariness, because of the intensity of the attack, because of the atmospheric interference, and because of the mind traffic. Rise up and birth that which you couldn't push out in the last season because of the battles in your soul caused you to think that you weren't good enough. You weren't ready enough. You weren't strong enough. Make another push and you will see what I am faithful to birth through you, what I put in you. You can do this. I'm going to read that again. Rise up and birth now that which you failed to birth in the last season because of the weariness, because of the intensity of the attack, because of the atmospheric interference And because of the mind traffic, says the Lord, rise up and birth that which you couldn't push out in the last season because the battles in your soul caused you to think you weren't good enough. You weren't ready enough. You weren't strong enough, says the Lord. Make another push and you will see that I am faithful to birth through you what I put in you. You can do this, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You can do this, says the Spirit. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The uh, scripture references for today, Philippians 4, 13, Psalm 20, verse 8, Psalm 35, 23. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, give me the spiritual strength and the physical strength to fight another day. Break the weariness off my mind, will, emotions, and earthly frame. I decree my enemies collapse and fall, but I will rise up in the strength of the Lord. I declare I have the might to push dark powers invading my space in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us. You are in us, empowering us to push. We thank you, Lord, that apart from you, we can do nothing, but we're not apart from you. We are in the vine. You are the vine. You are the you are the, the vine dresser. You are the ultimate source of life, the ultimate source of power, the ultimate source of pushing power, the ultimate source of authority, the ultimate source of might. You are our source. You are able to make us 
stand. You are able to make us push. You are able to make us run. You are able to make us successful. You died to give us the victory. I said, you died, God, to give us the victory. We praise you because you are the glorious warrior God, the victorious, glorious warrior God. That is who you are. And no devil in hell is going to steal our breakthrough. No devil in hell is going to kill our wild dreams. No devil in hell is going to destroy our life. But we're going to walk in the abundance that you've called us to, that you have invited us into. We're going to walk in the dream. We're going to walk in that ministry. We're going to walk in that business success. We're going to walk in that family life. We're going to walk in the life that you designed for us. That life, that abundant life that you designed for us, that you have in mind for us. We're going to walk in that life to the full, till it overflows. God, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. I just see God releasing midwives to help you birth what God has told you to birth. I just see supernatural manifestations of spiritual midwives to help you birth what God has called you to birth, to help you war for what God has placed before you. Some of you, you can see it. Ah, Some of you can see the dream. You can see it in your mind. You can see it in your heart. You can see that child that hasn't been born that you've been trying for for years. You can see that business that God put in your heart. You can see it. You can see it. You can see it. It's not here yet, but you can see it. You can smell the success that God has promised you. Some of you, it's it's tangible in the spirit, but it hasn't manifested in the natural. You've got to push. You've got to push. God wouldn't have shown it to you if he didn't want you to have it. God wouldn't have put it in your heart if he didn't want you to have it. God wouldn't have shown you what's to come if he did not intend to order your steps to the place of the realization, the manifestation of the dream, the prize, the success, the reward. Push. Push. Come on. You're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Push. God told Abraham, look up at the stars. Count them if you can. So shall your descendants be. In other words, If you can see it, you can have it. Faith sees what doubt can never imagine. Faith sees what fear is too timid to pursue. Faith sees in the spirit and pulls down God's desire for our lives. God's yes and amen promises into our own world, our personal space. So, Father, we thank you for the midwives and the spirit to come and help us make another push. I break the power of weariness off of your people in the name of Jesus. You can push again. You can push again. You can push again. I decree and declare new beginnings for you, new seasons, new shifts. It's time for us to break out of the prison of doubt. I said, it's time for us to break out of the prison of doubt. Do you hear me? I'm speaking to you by the Holy Spirit. You better tune your ear to the Lord. I said, it's time for us to break out 
of the prison of doubt. I just see a picture, and so many of you are in this prison, and I see the bar cells, the jail, the, the, the bars on the cell. And I see the word doubt. Listen, it's a self-imprisonment. It's a self-imprisonment. Some of you are doubtaholics. Some of you are doubtaholics. Gee, the Bible says this is the faith. This is the this is this is this is what overcomes the world, even our faith. Some of you are in a in a in a, in a, in a prison of self-doubt. You've imprisoned yourself with the doubts of your mind. I'm going to break you out of that prison today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My assignment in the first part of this broadcast is to break you out of that prison. If you can see it, you can have it. Father, help us see what you have for us in technicolor. Help us to see the desire of your heart for us. Help us to see your perfect will for us. Help us to see the manifestation of the promise of the will of your spirit for our life. Help us to see it. Help us to keep looking at it. Help us to stop looking at the things that distract us from your heart. Help us to stop looking at the impossibilities. Help us to stop looking at the fearful realities. Help us to stop looking at the things that try to rob our faith, the water down, mully down, the unbelief. We break and bind spirits of fear that are coming against us, spirits of doubt that are coming against us, spirits of unbelief that are coming against us. We break the powers of this triple threat in Jesus' name. In the world, they call, when corporate America, they, they you know, like Microsoft will uh, want to attack another company in the media, and they call it a FUD campaign, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And Microsoft will try to, through public relations campaigns and articles and, and advertising, bring doubt in the minds of consumers that the competitor's product is better than theirs for greedy gain. But the enemy does the same thing to you. He launches FUD campaigns against you. He launches FUD campaigns against your mind. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt is the triple threat. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt is the triple whammy. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt is that threefold cord of the enemy that's not easily broken in your own strength, but God can break the fun attack if you will just extend your faith for even a moment you can break through. So Father, help us to walk by faith and not by sight. To walk by faith and not by fun. To walk by faith and not by any other mechanism, not by pride, not by self-will, not by self-sufficiency. Help us walk in your spirit to the place that you've called us to where the promise is waiting. Help us to walk in the spirit to the place you're leading us to where that spouse is waiting, where that child is waiting, where that business is waiting. Where that ministry is waiting, lead us and guide us God. But help us walk by faith in your spirit, by faith in your goodness. Help us walk by faith in your provision. Help us walk by faith in your generosity. Help us walk by faith in who we are and the God in whom we serve. And as we walk by faith, we're walking out of that doubt prison. As we walk by faith, come on, faith is the key to the prison door that you're in. 
I said, faith is the key to the prison door that you're in. Prison of doubt. Faith overcomes doubt every time. You've just got to release it. It's the key. So, Father, help us. Help us to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. Pray in the Spirit. Help us to renew our minds with the Word of God so that doubt cannot find a place to nest in our hearts. Help us, Lord. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And we're busting out of this prison of doubt today. I said we're busting out of the prison of doubt. I said we're busting out of the prison of doubt. No more fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That is not welcome in our minds. We kick it out. We break and bind it in Jesus' name. We choose to believe the one true living God. Father, help our unbelief, help our doubt, help our fear. Help our unbelief, help our doubt, help our fear, help our fun, help our fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Help us, Lord, to recognize it, to recognize how it's limited us so that we can get mad with the devil and push back to make one more push. Help us, Lord. We need to make one more push. Help us, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord. To combat that which is combating your will for our lives. It's not even about us. It's about your will. Ultimately, it's not even about us. We want to be happy. You want us to be happy. But it's about your will through our lives. Manifesting in the earth for your glory. That is what it's about. So, Father, help us to press through the fun. Not the mud, but the fun. The fear and certainty of God. Help us to press through and past it to where it's behind us. Help us to blow past these strategies of the enemy. To keep us from birthing that which you've impregnated us with into the earth that you created. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, that you are our helper. Holy Spirit, you are our helper. Holy Spirit, you are our helper. Holy Spirit, you are our helper. We thank you that you are helping us. You will never leave us or forsake us. You will never let go of us. You'll never lead us astray, but you'll always lead us smack down into the Father's will. So help us to follow your leadership by faith. Help us to reject that voice of fear that would cause us to, to pause. The paralysis of analysis. Help us, Lord, to be people who take massive action when we've heard your voice, when we know your will, to press in with such a fervency, such fervent faith, that it drops firebombs on the enemy's camp, on the enemy's FUD campaign. Help us, Lord, to have such a trust and a faith in you. Help us to choose to believe, to make a quality decision. Say, God said it, I believe it, that settles it, that settles it, that settles it. But believe it until we see it. We've seen it so that we can believe it, but we're going to believe it until we see it. We've seen it in the spirit, we've seen it in the word, we've seen it in our heart, we've seen it in our dreams. So we're going to believe it, and we're going to keep believing it until we see it in our hands. Until we see it manifest in our life, we're going to keep believing God. Father, give us that persevering spirit, persevering faith, enduring faith. Not a double-mindedness. We can't 
afford anymore to be double-minded God we cannot afford anymore to be double-minded God we cannot afford anymore to be double-minded we cannot continue wasting your time your word says redeem the time because the days are evil we cannot spend one more day hesitating because of fear we cannot spend one, one more day wrestling with unbelief we cannot spend one more day walking around the prison cell called doubt. We want out. I command doubt to come out in Jesus' name. I command doubt to come out in Jesus' name. I command fear to come out in Jesus' name. I command that uncertainty to come out in Jesus' name. We want to be certain of the outcome we're going for, the dream. We want to be certain. We want to be certain. We want to be certain that it's you, God. If there's any doubt, in our hearts about what you've spoken. Confirm to us your will. Confirm to us your will. Make it known to us. Make it so clear to us. Make it so real to us what you spoke to our heart, the dream. The dream that you shared with our heart. Make it real again. It's gotten fuzzy. It's faded out a little bit because of all the fear, the voices of doubt, the voices of unbelief, all these other voices. This witchcraft comes against our mind. The dreams become a little fuzzy. God, give us clarity. Give us certainty. Help us to see, to grab hold again because you have never let go of the dream you have for our lives, of what you want to birth through us. You've never pulled back. You've never let go. You've not changed your mind. <laughs> You've not changed your mind. You've not changed your mind. So help us to stop changing our mind when it gets too hard. Help us to stop changing our mind when it seems impossible. Help us to stop being double-minded. Help us to put our hands in that cloud and keep looking forward, no matter how far away the prize seems to be knowing that you will order our steps and you're an on-time God and you will bring us into our dream, the dream that you gave us for our life at the Kairos time, at the opportune moment, at the perfect time. You will do it because you love us and you're not a man that you should lie. So help us today, God, to stand and keep on standing in faith that overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Amen, amen, amen. Now let's de-dramatize our life. Let me just give you a heads up. You're not called to deal with unending drama, especially among believers. God does not like drama. Let me just tell you the hard truth now. Some of you will get mad at me, but if you listen to the words, you'll agree Drama does not just walk into your life out of nowhere. You either create it, invite it, or associate with people that bring it. I said drama doesn't just walk into your life out of nowhere. You either create it, invite it, or associate with people that bring it. And it's quite possible that some of you or someone that you know is creating their own drama and then getting mad about it. You're creating your own storms and then you're mad when it rains. We cannot afford to get sucked into the drama. We just can't afford to get sucked into the drama. Let me give you just a 
Thus saith Jennifer, mind your own business. <laughs> mind your own business. That'll cut a lot of the drama out of your life. First Thessalonians 4.11 says, make it your goal to live quietly. Do your work and earn your own living. Proverbs 26.17 says, he that passes by and meddles with strife that doesn't belong to him is like one that takes a dog's by the ears. You know what happens when you take the dog by the ears and start to wring its head? It'll bite you. 1 Peter 4.15 says, if you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. So first of all, Father, would you help us <laughs> to mind our own business, to mind our own Help us, Lord, not to meddle in everybody else's affairs. Help us, Lord, not to give unsolicited advice or to invite people who we have no business inviting into our inner circle. Help us, Lord, to stop, to stop listening to gossip, to stop giving ear to what other people say about other people. Somebody walked into my church, and I hope you're listening, on Sunday, and it disturbed my spirit when it happened, but I... It disturbed me even more after and this person came in and said, oh, so-and-so is in your church now. So-and-so is a member of your church. And I said, no, this is the first time they've been here. And this woman said, oh, I'm, I'm so glad he's in rebellion. He needs to be somewhere. He's in rebellion. You know, he's supposed to be in my church, but he's in rebellion. I said, well, how come you're here? Why aren't you in your church? Oh, we, we just have a small house church, but he's in rebellion. He's supposed to be with us, but I hope he sticks next to you because he's in rebellion over and over. And I just walked away. Don't give ear to people trash talking other people. As soon as you discern what they're up to, walk away. Because if you give ear to it, you're inviting drama into your life. So Father, help us to stop giving ear to the drama, stop giving ear to the criticism of others through the mouths of people that we know. Proverbs 16, 28 says, wrongdoers eager, eagerly listen to gossip. And Proverbs 26, 20 says, without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. So Father, we repent for giving ear to the trash talk. We repent for giving ear to the rumors. We repent for giving ear to the criticisms. Other people want to come to us and tell us, well, did you know what they did? I think they're just wrong. I can, No wonder their marriage is falling apart because did you see the way he treated? Help us, Lord, to shut our ears to it and walk away and say no, because it is the devil himself trying to bring drama into our life. We repent for prying into other people's affairs. We repent for giving ear to gossip. We repent because we've allowed ourselves to be drawn in. Why? Why? God, show us what's in us that is willing to sit there and listen to people judge and criticize other people in our presence and not get up and walk away. What, what is in us? What, what in us enjoys that? And then it backfires on us because rumor gets out and this person says that person. And they say, oh, well, Barbara and Val and Libby and Angela and Carol and Lori, well, they heard me say all this and they agreed with me. You might not have agreed with them verbally, but you agreed with them because you didn't deny it. Don't ever let someone speak poorly about someone else in your presence. You go get that person. Go get that person. Somebody wants to come to you and said, well, Susie Q, 
You know, they, I just don't like the way they, they behave. I mean, they're just distracting me during service. Go get Susie Q and have it out right there. That'll put it into the drama. All the accusations. Well, he said, she said, go call that person. Well, did you know what they said about you? Well, let's call them right now and I'll ask them what they said about me. That'll end the drama. People will stop coming to you, dragging you into the drama if you confront it and shut the door on it. Father, help us to be willing to confront the drama makers. Lord, we need to be willing to, if we can't walk away, we need to confront these drama makers. As a matter of fact, maybe instead of walking away, maybe we do need to confront more of these drama makers so they'll know that we are a no drama zone and we're not going to tolerate the drama. We're not going to tolerate the strife. We're not going to let people bite and devour each other in our presence. Drama doesn't just come into our life out of nowhere. We either create it by our poor decisions. We create it by our big bazoos, our big mouths that want to share opinions about other people with people who aren't that other person. We want to gossip. We want to give our critiques. We want to insult the pastor. Well, I didn't like that word today. I wish pastor would dress more contemporary. I wish pastor would let me on the worship team. I wish pastor would have more programs. Take it to the pastor. You're inviting drama. When you sow drama, you reap drama. I said, when you sow drama, you reap drama. Come on, people are getting set free today. This is a hard truth because we've all been guilty of this. It's called conviction. There's no reason to get mad. It's called conviction. You don't want the drama in your life. Guess what? You are many times at least partially responsible for the drama you're dealing with. Why did you take that phone call? You know that person only never has anything good to say. Why did you take the phone call? Why did you engage with someone who you've you've identified them as a drama maker? Why did you decide to go stir up some drama by getting in the flesh and sharing certain things that you shouldn't have shared. And now it got out that you broke a secret. Now people can't trust you. Now you've got drama. Why do you associate with people that keep bringing drama into your life? That's what we have. Father, show us why. Why do we do that? Why do we keep associating? Why do we keep tolerating the drama and then complaining about it? Why do we keep, why do we keep doing it, God? Why do we, are we that desperate for friendship that we have to, associate with people that we know are going to be nothing but trouble in the end? Why do we do it? Why can't we be peacemakers? Why can't we bless people who curse us? Why do we have to go telling everybody about everything? Why? Why do we have to reveal other people's secrets? Why do we do that, God? Why can't we guard our mouth? So we can keep ourselves out of trouble. Why? Why can't we resist the temptation to enter into drama? Would you show us what is in us that leads us, guides us, compels us to enter into drama or allow drama in our lives? Why do we do it? God, deliver us from whatever this propensity is within us to create drama, to invite drama, to associate with people that bring drama, to tolerate drama. Show us what's in us. Why do we do that? Are we people pleasers? Are we too afraid that maybe people won't like us if we draw a line of morality and say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not getting involved in your gossip. Uh Uh-uh, 
I'm not getting involved in your family affairs. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not taking sides. Lord, why do we have to take sides? Why do we allow ourselves to be put in a position where we have to take sides? Why can't we be like Switzerland and preserve our own life by not getting involved in the wars of man? Show us what's in us, God, that, that, that just causes us to keep repeating these drama cycles in our lives. Deliver us from these these fleshly habits, these soulish weaknesses where we just keep landing in the middle of drama. There's some of you, you're always in the middle of drama. And it's not that you're creating it, it's that you're associating with the drama makers, the drama kings, the drama queens. God help us to keep our mouths from evil, from our lips from speaking guile. Because when we don't confront it, when we tolerate it, we're agreeing with it. And we may as well, we're just as guilty as the one who said it. When we don't shut down the gossip, when we allow people to come in our presence to criticize others, we're just as bad as the ones who are doing the gossiping, the criticizing, and the judgment, even if we never opened our mouth because we allowed it to come into our ears. And now we've got bitterness toward people. There are certain people we don't like just because our friend doesn't like it. We're offended with people because somebody else is offended with that person. That person didn't even do us wrong, but we have taken on the offense of another because we allowed drama makers to plant these seeds against people in our souls. They never did us wrong. And now we're in unforgiveness over an offense that's not even our own and where prayer answers aren't coming because God's not hearing our prayer because (laughs) can you see the damaging ripple effect? Why do we have to share other people's secrets? Why do we do that, Lord? Show us why we can't keep a secret. Why we have to spread around things that were told to us in private. Don't we realize that we're sowing a seed and then people are going to share our secrets? Lord, forgive us. Forgive us. We want to de-dramatize our life and we want to point to everybody else. Oh, you're the drama. Oh, you're the drama. Oh, you're the, you just break so much drama. Maybe they do, but why do we allow it, God? Give us strategies, Lord. Give us strategies. Give us the boldness and the courage to put out the fires that drama causes and not to allow them to be rekindled in our lives again. Lord, help us to de-dramatize our life. Help us to set healthy boundaries. Come on, I told you that last week. This is how this all started. There's certain people want to send me texts and Facebook messages all day, drama, 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 and I got sucked into it. Listen, in the name of discipleship, I got sucked into somebody's drama for a good motive. Some of you, this is what happens to you. Listen, this is going to set you free because some of you are like, eh, I don't do any of that. Eh, I don't do any of that. Eh, no, I got sucked into massive drama in the name of discipleship. My motive was 100% pure. And I believe I was being led of the Lord to disciple these people. But guess what happened? They violated my boundaries. I didn't put up a wall. I didn't put up the boundary. I didn't say, hey, you can't contact me at this time. I didn't put up that boundary. I didn't enforce the rules that I've put in place to keep my time that I spend with the Lord or doing his work secure. And before I know it, I'm being dragged out into drama 
three or four mornings a week and not getting what I need to get done done. And the Lord said, stop that because they're abusing your heart for, to disciple them. They're abusing it. And people will abuse your time. They'll abuse your heart. And they'll bring all kind of drama to their, your life because they're selfish and self-centered. And they want you to cater to every need that they have. You've got to put up a boundary. You've got to say no more. It doesn't mean you can never answer them, but not when you are with the Lord and in his will, redeeming the time. Some people you need to shut out altogether because they are just drama makers and they're not going to stop making the drama. And I'll tell you what, since I, certain people now, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. I have to put them on ignore message on Facebook because listen, I'm a minister of God. I do not have time to answer your personal prayer requests all day. I wish that I did. I don't have time to counsel you all day. I wish that I did, but I have a church and I have a network of prayer leaders. And those are my main responsibilities. You need to go to your pastor, right? And some people get so familiar with me. They say, hey, Jenny, uh, I, I need you to call me today and give me counseling. No, I have to put those people on ignore message because I, I can't even be distracted by that. It's not my mission. The enemy wants to distract you from your mission so he can steal your dream. You are responsible for ministering to certain people. Who are they? And let me just say this. Those ones who you really are called a disciple, you are going to have a little bit of drama. And that can't be avoided. Because people are hurting and they have issues. And there's always going to be a little bit of drama you can't avoid. But many of you need to get completely delivered from this overwhelming cycle of drama. And that means you're going to have to put up boundaries. You're going to have to stop engaging in certain conversations and you might have to start, stop engaging with certain people altogether until you can get strong enough to confront it. Your first ministry is to God. Your next ministry is to your family. And that next ministry is to whoever God calls you to. And God's not called you to everybody. There's not enough hours in the day for you to minister to the world. That's why there's pastors and leaders of churches. Amen. De-dramatize your life. Now we're way over time here. Listen, we lost half our audience because people got offended because I said they should listen to gossip or because they said, because I said, don't Facebook message me and say, Hey, Jenny, I need you to call me. I get literally people that say, Jenny, call me right now. First of all, my name's not Jenny. <laughs> Second of all, I don't know you. Third of all, I'm in the middle of a prayer session. Why are you asking me to call you? So you've got to put up those boundaries because I know people do the same things to you. It's not just me. It's not just me. This happens to all of us. Amen. And we're always going to have a little bit of drama because we make mistakes and other people do need help. They get in dramatic situations. And you know what? There's legitimate drama and there's illegitimate drama. And we have to put an end to the illegitimate drama. Amen. God is good. Guys, the three-day prophetic activation challenge starts today. It's free. You got to go register through schoolofthespirit.tv. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash prophetic challenge. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash prophetic challenge. You can go get involved in that today if you choose to. You can watch those videos. They'll stay up for a few days. If you can't watch it live, you can watch the replay for a couple days. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join that movement. It's going to bless you guys. If you want to sow today, you can do that at JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. If you want to sow into the ministry, we need your financial support to do what we're called to do. JenniferLeClaire.org slash 
donate. Text the word PRAY to 754-701-2161 to donate through text to give. If you're an Awakening Prayer Hub leader, shout out so people who are in your city can connect with you. This is a great opportunity for you to build your prayer hubs, guys. People that are on right now, they are hardcore because they've stayed to the end. So, yeah, put your email address up there in your city and let people start to connect with you. This is a great way to build your prayer hub. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. You can use the uh, Venmo. Venmo is at JenniferLeClaire. Text uh, PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash JenniferLeClaire. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv. There's tons of courses there for you to get involved with. Deliver your children from evil. Will the real Jezebel please stand up? Cultivating spiritual hunger, school of prayer and intercession, school of the seers. It just goes on and on and on and on. If you got to keep investing in yourself. All right, guys, I'm going to go. Go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash events, schoolofthespirit.tv. Get involved. What's going to bless you? I'm going to get out of here. I will see you later today. Bless you. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.